Food bloggers, hi, how are you today? Thank you so much for tuning in to the Eat Blog Talk podcast. This is the place for food bloggers to get information and inspiration to accelerate your blog's growth and ultimately help you to achieve your freedom, whether that's financial, personal, or professional. I'm Megan Porta, and I've been a food blogger for over 12 years. I understand how isolating food blogging can be at times. I'm on a mission to motivate, inspire, and most importantly, let each and every food blogger, including you, know that you are heard and supported. Today's topic is such an important one, especially in 2023 here where our space is so competitive and we need a little bit of an edge. Bobby Blue joins me in today's episode from Blue's Best Life, and we have a great conversation about why investing in yourself and your business from the beginning will help you reach your goals quicker and with less stress. This is episode number 382, and it is sponsored by Rank IQ. Hey, food bloggers. Do you want to learn how to get your audience's attention with Google Web Stories? And do you struggle with knowing how to craft and create an audience capturing web story around a recipe? Then Google Web Stories Virtual Workshop is for you. By the end, you will walk away with a much better understanding of Google Web Stories. You'll have an optimized system to create them in less than 15 minutes. And you will have a customized template that communicates your brand story while strategically positioning your recipes to your chosen audience. Sign up for this Tastemaker Workshop experience, which is geared more for beginners and intermediate users of Google Web Stories in the food blog space. This is a one-day virtual hands-on workshop, and it will take place online February 10th, 2023. Go to eblogtalk.com forward slash resources. Scroll down to the orange button underneath the Tastemaker Maker logo for more information and to sign up. Now on to the episode. I have Bobby Blue with me today. She's going to talk to us about why investing in yourself and your business from the beginning will help you reach your goal quicker and with less stress. Bobby lives in Florida with her husband and stepdaughter. She started the blog Blue's Best Life in 2018. However, it had no focus and she wrote about everything from fitness, being a stepmom to healthy recipes. Bobby's ears perked up when, and she finally took the advice from the blogging community and niche down. But it wasn't until 2020 that it became clear that food blogging was her true passion. She fell in love with the recipe development and food photography part of it and dove into that. Bobby, so great to have you here. How are you today? I'm great, Megan. How are you? I'm good too. I'm happy that you're here. And I think this is going to be a super fun chat. But first, we want to know what your fun fact is. Yes. So a lot of people probably assume that Bobby is uh, a nickname, that it's short for Roberta or something else, but it is actually my real name. And what is funny about it is that my husband, his name is Robbie. So what? Uh, yeah, <laughs> no. so it is actually Robert, but he's always gone by Robbie and he, you know, just stuck with that. And so we are Bobby and Rob Blue. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That makes you guys so unique, but in the most awesome way. I absolutely love it. Yeah. We get questioned about it all the time. People always think that, you know, this, they're talking to me, but they think that maybe, I I don't know, it's just (laughs) always very confusing. And we worked together. That's how we actually met. So people always um, would get it confused because they wouldn't realize that there were two people at the same company that had such similar names. So, oh my gosh, that is so great. I love it when names come together in such an unusual way when people get married. 
my husband and I have really boring names, so we don't have the same story as you, <laughs> but yeah. that's fun. Awesome. Thanks for sharing. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. You're here to talk about investing in yourself and how that can be really beneficial if you do it from the start. So Bobby, would you want to talk us through just your blogging journey and maybe yeah, dive into those early stages when maybe you weren't digging into the things that you needed to? Yeah, I started idea of a blog in 2018. I I really didn't know what I was doing. I just one day was looking through Pinterest for ways to either make money or save money or something. And, you know, starting a blog popped up and I thought, oh, okay, I read these, but I didn't actually know people made money doing this. Like I thought they were just hobbies. So I kind of you know, started researching and looking into it. And of course, you know, a lot of things that popped up were how you could just write about whatever you wanted, different topics that interested you in your life and throw up maybe 20 posts and you could start making money doing this. And I'm like, okay, I'll give this a shot. Um, But, you know, it's not really exactly how it works. We know that now that, you know, there's a lot more to blogging than just throwing up a few random posts. Unfortunately, that was the advice back then that I got. And so I kind of rolled with it. And I started on Wix, which if anyone isn't familiar with that, it's uh, an easier platform, I would say, than WordPress. WordPress, Yeah. yeah. And so... (laughs) I started with that and, you know, learned later that you can't monetize with it. So, of course, then I had to start completely over. But, yeah, I was writing about all kinds of random things, anything from, you know, being a stepmom because that was kind of new. I had just gotten married um, in 2017. So I was writing about being a stepmom, fitness, because that was really important to me. And then also throwing in some like healthy recipes. And I did that for a little bit and I really, but I I had the idea that I wanted to make it into a business, but, and everything that I was reading was saying, oh, you don't have to invest a lot of money. You know, you can just do this. It's easy and you don't need a lot to, to make a website. So I just kept doing everything on this budget in my head. Like I didn't want to spend the money until I was making money. And and so that was kind of the bad advice I would say that I, I, I was following for too long. Um, and so I would say probably in, well, last, last year in 2021 is when I really was like, okay, I really want to make this into a business. I'm spending so much time doing it and I, I enjoy it and I love it. So I, I really need to figure out what I'm doing wrong and and get a better system. And so um, two things that I did last year is I bought a nicer camera. I bought a Sony um, mirrorless camera um, with a, a really nice, yeah, I got two different lenses, nice lenses. I got a new laptop and I bought artificial light, which was the absolute game changer for me. Um, I had always tried to do natural light, which I know, Megan, you uh, are a fan of uh, natural light. And I think it is beautiful. And I wish that it could work for me. But my schedule um, is always so weird that, you know, I might want to wake up at 6am and start photographing a recipe, which you can't do if you don't have daylight. So true. (laughs) Yeah. So um, the artificial light really helped with my crazy schedule. Plus, um, you know, it was always a bummer if, uh, you know, you had been looking forward to 
making a recipe on your day off from your real job and it was raining out and you couldn't photograph oh. anything. You know, that's always a, a real... So deflating, um, right? Like, oh, Yeah, really? it is. It is. So, you know, those were two big things that I did, but I still was missing something because while I, I was trying to teach myself how to use these things, it still wasn't quite coming together. So, and I would say in January of this year, I really hit a moment where I was completely <laughs> just depressed with my website, oh. I would say. I was at 39,000 sessions and, and was really um, looking, you know, like I felt like Mediavine was right there. I was like so close to it. And all of a sudden, my ta- uh, traffic just tanked completely, like overnight. Oh. And I didn't understand enough about analytics. It's kind of embarrassing to say, but after figuring it out, it was my Pinterest traffic that just went to nothing. And I, I really have no idea even now what happened, but I've slowly, slowly uh, regained my traffic. But, you know, since that happened, I was devastated. And I'm thinking to myself, what am I going to do? Like, you know, I was so close and now this happened and, uh, you know, I need to figure out a better approach and, and what, you know, what can I do to really make this business work for me? So what I did this summer. First, I joined a photography course called Pretty Focus. And if anybody hasn't heard of that course, um, it's a tutorial-based food photography class. And it's all taught online, um, but it's self-paced. And what's really nice about it is that they teach you everything, the basics of a camera, you can do master classes and learn how to do artificial lighting. You, there's all kinds of different things that you can do, but they um, stress, you know, the different steps of doing a recipe from um, putting in your ingredient shot, your process shots, and um, then what they call the hero shots or, you know, the, the yummy shots. And so I, um, I decided I was going to take this course because one, I thought, um, you know, it would really, maybe it'll help my improve my skills. Um, you know, while I thought my photography was okay, I still, you know, would see other blogs and, and think, wow, their, their pictures are so much prettier than mine. And I really want to get mine to that level. And I think I kept thinking, you know, like maybe that's where my problem is, is that I just don't have the, the beautiful pictures that are bringing people to the website. So went ahead and, and, signed up for this class. And, um, you know, I felt like that was really a big um, game changer for me. And one of the things that um, I love about this class is that once you graduate from it, you actually can work for other food bloggers. So that was really the, the reason why I decided to take the class was because it would give me a second revenue stream um, because I can, I can, sell my skills for, you know, either sponsored posts or bloggers who, let's face it, you get to a certain point and, you know, there's just so many things that you do when you're a food blogger that you might not have time to do all the pictures on your own, or you might not have time to go back and and redo the old pictures that you did back in, say, 2010 when the step-by-step process shots weren't even a thing. So, um, you know, this is something that I'm, I'm really excited about because, you know, 
being able to pass the class and have a portfolio where I can show people, you know, the skills and everything that I've developed, um, I think is going to give me kind of like a, a second side of the business. Okay. I love your hearing about your progression through your blogging journey. I, I don't know why. I just think it's so interesting hearing each unique story and how like, you know, people start and what their middle is and one thing in common for almost all of us, with a few exceptions, is that we all start doing things the wrong way because either we get bad advice or we just don't know. Like we just do things and just kind of keep doing them because we don't know any better. So don't feel bad, Bobby, or anyone listening. Like this is this is part of being a blogger is starting some things wrong. And then you eventually figure out, oh, I was doing this wrong. I need to make changes. So some of your basics you mentioned, WordPress, start on WordPress, 100% agree there. If you are not on WordPress, I strongly encourage you to come to WordPress. I was on Squarespace and I'm so bummed that I did that for so long. And then lighting and photography, figure out what lighting works for you, um, whether getting artificial lights or, you know, figuring out something in your schedule to make natural lighting work. And then camera, you said, was a game changer and a lens. And then taking a photography course. And that provided a second source of income for you. So it's like a double bonus, right? Right. Yeah. And then also I would add like connecting because otherwise you don't know what you don't know. You don't know what you're missing. So connect, getting connected in those right spaces where people can call you out in the most nice, kind, loving way and just say, oh, you maybe you shouldn't be on WordPress or you should be on WordPress, you know? So I'm wondering if you had experience with that, Bobby, like with coaching or uh, community in some way to help you kind of figure these things out. Yes, I did. So um, another uh, coaching that I signed up for was with Eden Westbrook from... Oh, love her. Yes, I actually heard her on your show. And that was pretty much when I was like desperate. And I was like, Oh, my gosh, what am I going to do? I need help with this. And so I signed up and um, for her mentorship. And, you know, it was it is really great, because what I learned from it is how to write better. Technical writing is not my strong suit. And so, and, and you really, sometimes you don't realize like when you're writing, you, you think, oh, well, of course this is how you make a cake, but you need to explain it to someone who maybe has no idea and has never made a cake before. And so that was something that really was eye opening to me and just how to, you know, have your post, all of your post, you know, broken down so that everything is like organized and it just more cohesive and makes sense. And so she really helped me with that. Um, And also, you know, because I think in the beginning when I was writing, I was just writing all these random things. It's like, okay, I needed to weed out some of the stuff, obviously, that didn't really have anything to do with a food blog and kind of zero, you know, zero in on that person, my target audience that I'm writing to. And I think I was having an issue with that because I like all kinds of recipes. I, um, I do try to eat healthy, but I love to bake. Um, and so I was like, okay, I see all these people making these websites where it's like they're all for gluten-free recipes or they're all, you know, this very niche down. And I didn't really want to do that because I didn't want to 
always just be making a gluten-free cake. I wanted to make all kinds of different things. And so we um, came up with the idea that it was okay. I can do everyday healthy recipes and some easy baking. And that, you know, I feel like a lot of people resonate with that because there's always room for dessert, right? (laughs) Yes, (laughs) absolutely. Let's take a quick break to chat about Rank IQ, a custom keyword library packed with low competition keywords that are easy to rank for and that also have high search volume. With the uncertainty that comes along with the core updates, algorithm changes, and seasonal lulls, it is so beneficial to find a way to get that steady traffic that will continue to grow over time. And that is what Rank IQ has done for my food blog. Here are a few of my favorite things about Rank IQ. One, I don't ever have to guess about how successful a keyword will be before spending hours writing a post on the topic. Two, the keyword research tool provides tons of great ideas for content that support my existing database of recipes. Three, it saves me a ton of time. I can typically get a new post kicked out in two hours or less. And four, I know exactly how fast something will rank based on the competition score and the time to rank score. Go to rankiq.com to sign up and see for yourself. Now back to the episode. Sometimes it's those little tiny tweaks that other people can see in your business or things that you're doing wrong or just you need a little tiny bit of guidance to steer another direction that can make a huge, huge difference, right? Right. Yeah. There's someone in our, so in the eBlog Talk Mastermind groups, we do this all the time. This is what we do every week. We dig into, like we rotate hot seats and then we dig into each person's like problems or challenges. And sometimes we'll be like, Things like, oh my gosh, you don't have a recipe card on your site. It's seriously, like people don't know that sometimes. And that tweak can make a massive impact on how much traffic you're getting from Google. And it's such a simple thing. So I think that community aspect and connecting with people is like step one for kind of learning, you know, what you need to change or what you need to do. It is kind of hard, especially when you're just getting started to find like, who do I trust in this space? Right. So I guess one thing I would say is try to find someone that is more in your area, your niche or whatever, because that was one of the issues that I kind of fell into in the beginning is that, you know, there were a lot of, I would say, lifestyle bloggers that were doing coaching, but they're just kind of coaching for to everybody. And so that doesn't really work, you know, to me, I don't think. I mean, maybe it worked for some people, but it was really hard to figure out what direction to go in when you wanted to specifically be like a food blogger. Um, I don't think that it gave enough clear focus on how to do things. Yeah, right. I think that there's value in being in groups that are just really general, but as a food blogger, there's so much value in being inside a group where people actually know what you're doing and like the ins and outs of the plugins that we're using and all of that. So much value there. So just find that space and you'll know when you're in the right space because you'll feel it. You'll be like, okay, I'm well informed, well connected, and it's just a good feeling. And it's a really good way to just ensure that you know what you're doing, like what you're what you're working on is actually making a difference in your business, right? Right. Yeah. Okay, where should we go from here? So where else do you recommend investing once you are like connected and you're like, okay, this is going to be an awesome business. I'm invested in it. 
where do you put your investments? Well, yeah, I just think that you need to have the right equipment. I mean, from, you know, the beginning, like, obviously, there are some great camera phones and things out there. But I really think having like a DSLR um, camera is the right lighting, the right setup, everything that you need, and then getting the training and the coaching that is what is going to make your business more, I guess, just to start easier and to get going on the right track. And it's the way I see it is kind of like, you know, when you go to college, you know, you have to put in the work, you have to decide the right school to go to and put in the work and put in the effort to make it to be successful with it. So I kind of see it in the same way. It was hard for me to decide which path to go with food blog, you know, with the blog and everything. And I think sometimes I do beat myself up over, you know, making the wrong decisions from the beginning. But it's like, you know, a lot of people do that. A lot of people go to school and then they decide, you know what, you know, I spent all this time becoming a lawyer, but it really wasn't for me. And I'm going to go to culinary school now. It happens, you know, and so I kind of see that this was kind of what I was doing in a way. It's it was kind of testing the waters and figuring out different things that I liked. Yeah. So yeah, and we all have some iteration of that story. Most of us do. So have grace with yourself too, as you kind of wade through this, like whatever realization you come to about it. I was probably nine ish years into my food blogging before I realized that I was doing everything wrong and I was just relying on my own like oh this is what I need to do for Pinterest and because it's whatever and that was so dumb because I wasn't like I didn't have any of the relevant information I was just thinking in my head what was what was going to work and what was right and I was so wrong about that and once I started reaching out and like exploring other people's knowledge and all of that everything changed in my business. So it's worthwhile to do that, even if it's scary. So maybe talk about that. It can be really scary to admit that you're maybe doing things wrong and to reach out for help and to get an audit or like whatever you want to invest in. So how do you recommend just getting past that hurdle of fear? Well, you know, I did a couple of things that are, I guess, outside of my comfort zone. I connected with uh, Sandra from She's Not Cooking. Oh, I love her. She's amazing. Yes. Yeah. She is the nicest person. Yeah. I, I tell you, she's so upbeat, so just genuinely helpful. And I actually saw her post something on Food Blogger Central. And I, you know, I thought, you know what? I'm just going to message her. Who knows? She may, she may never, you know, email me back, but I'm going to, I'm going to do it. And, um, and we actually, I consider her a friend now. We chat all the time and she's just wonderful. So, um, I think that is also one thing that you have to do because, you know, blogging can be kind of, um, a lonely thing because if you don't, you know, if it's not like you're going to work, you're not going to a place to do it. You're just in your home. Um, so if you don't have that connection, it can get kind of, kind of lonely. And my husband can only listen to me talk about blogging. (laughs) (laughs) Same. My husband, after so many years was like, Oh my gosh, he would never say that out loud, but I could tell he was like the eyes glazed over and you're like, okay, I need someone else to talk to about this who really understands. That's a huge piece of it. It's, so lonely and nobody understands. Like even 
my family members who have heard me talk about it for 12 years now, they have no idea what I actually do. They're like, oh, she like posts recipes and that's about as far as it goes. <laughs> right. So one thing I, I didn't share is that I uh, worked in the jewelry industry for 20 years and <laughs> all my friends at the jewelry store, they had no idea what I was doing. I would talk to them, show them pictures that I, I, you know, so excited, like, look at this picture. I just made, you know, this cupcake recipe and they're like, so you're going to sell the cupcakes? And I'm like, no, um, <laughs> not exactly. <laughs> so yeah, they, they don't understand, but my friends were always very supportive and they knew they were like, whatever you do, Bobby, you're going to do great because you're dedicated. Oh, yes, that is true too. If you have that spirit and that uh, value, then you will do great. You will figure it out. But like your whole message is here today, Bobby, if you can start on the right tracks early-ish on, then you're going to be better off because going back and fixing a lot of the stuff we're talking about is a nightmare. Take this from me. It's a nightmare. <laughs> it is definitely. Yeah. So what else would you say? Anything else that we've missed about just investing in your business from the beginning and just creating less stress for us as we go on our journeys? Yeah, I think that's that's pretty much sums it all up. It's just, you know, if, you know, sometimes you can't figure out what you're going to be great at and what you're going to enjoy and what really will bring you passion until you get into it. I had no idea that I was going to enjoy the the food aspect of blogging so much um, until I really, you know, just dove into it. And it's like it became this whole new side, creative side that I had no idea I had. Just, you know, I loved cooking, but taking pictures of it and everything that that came later. And so, you know, I think that everything happens for a reason. And even though sometimes it can be frustrating for me thinking like, I wish I had just known that I wanted to be a food blogger from the beginning, but you know, it didn't work out that way for me, but I think it all works out for a reason. And, you know, this will all come together with my business and I'll be able to, you know, have my website and have the other side of it where I'm, you know, can help other people with pictures and, you know, just have fun creating things that I love to create. So, and I think a message that I'm pulling out from your, just everything that you've shared, Bobby, is that we need to listen to those little like intuitive nudges that we feel like you went into food blogging, having no idea that photography would be something that you ended up loving but you listen to the nudge like, ooh, this is fun and creative. So you went there and you invested in a course. And I think that's really important just to start with that first thing that you feel your intuition like tugging at you about and to listen and follow through. And then like maybe that'll evolve into video and maybe it'll evolve into keyword research, like just making sure that you stay in touch with that. Right, exactly. And that's a good point is that that's the next thing that I want to dive into is the video um, portion. Uh -huh. They have, they, they offer that with the course too. And I would be, you know, I really want to get into both parts of that. So yeah, I love this conversation. This is right up my alley. So thank you so much for everything you have shared today, Bobby. And just thank you for taking the time for us today. Of course. I'm glad to be here. Do you have either a favorite quote or words of inspiration to leave us with? I do. And I think that it really kind of 
brings everything together here. So um, what would your response be if I told you the only natural talent an artist has is the desire to create? Everything outside of that is a skill that they have learned, and some people pick up those skills quicker than others. But everybody, everybody can learn those skills if the desire to create. Ooh. And we're all creators, which is ironic, right? That's our title. We are creators. Exactly. (laughs) Amazing. Love that. We'll put together a show notes page for you. If anyone wants to go look at that, you can go to eatblogtalk.com forward slash blues best life. Tell everyone where they can find you, Bobby. So on your website, social media, all of that. Yeah, I am on um, Instagram, Facebook, and Pinterest as uh, Blue's Best Life. Everyone go check out Bobby's accounts. Thank you again for being here. And thank you so much for listening today, food bloggers. I will see you in the next episode. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Eat Blog Talk. If you enjoyed this episode, I'd be so grateful if you posted it to your social media feed and stories. I will see you next time.